Entertainment's podcast from Bottomline Technologies. This year, the world's leading treasury event did things a little differently. With the current worldwide pandemic, Eurofinance went 100% virtual and for the very first time. The event still included a vast amount of sessions designed to keep treasurers and banks up to date and one step ahead of trends leading into 2021. And today, we'll discuss those top trends to take away from this year's event. Hello, I'm Rich Williams, host of the Payments Podcast, and today I'm delighted to be joined by Charles de Rouge, Head of SaaS Solutions at Bottomline. Hello, Charles, bienvenue, and welcome to the Payments Podcast for the very first time. Hello, Rich, and thanks for having me. Very welcome, very welcome. So let's go straight into it then. Uh, now, this year's Eurofinance was very different to how it would have been run normally. So how did you personally find this year's entirely virtual event? Yeah, is there anything normal anymore, Rich, uh, on those troubled time of, well, pandemic? Um, and bottom line, we took quite a radical approach, which is uh, attending Eurofinance virtual event just as it was a physical event. So our team put their out of office on. We went full on virtual Eurofinance. And I have to say, personally, it was my first positive experience for a virtual event. Um, we had a lot of very senior contact present on the session and answering emails and contact. We have attended vir- uh, a few virtual conferences uh, since March, but there was a different feeling about your finance. I think your finance remains the most important event of the year for Treasury, and the tools were much better. The portals worked very well intuitively, and there was a lot of positivity about the event, and the delegate seems to be taking it very seriously. So, Charles, what were some of the key themes that came up in this year's event, please? Uh, There were more than 4,000 delegates registered. And I think we saw that Treasury professionals continue to maintain their industry network and connection with the financial messaging ecosystem through Eurofinance, virtual or not. Well, Rich, as usual, there were a multitude of very interesting topics covered at Eurofinance, from supply chain finance to uh, FX edging new methodology, But the topic was, of course, COVID. And I think that the number one consequences from the virus to Treasury was acceleration, acceleration of the previous key themes and natural tendencies. If I have to summarize um, the the important uh, uh, key themes that come up at Eurofinance Seek, I would say um, they were under three main um, categories, people, product, process. And that's really interesting because bottom line, I've been talking about that that trifecta of uh, people, process and technology for, for several years now. So the synergy between the two is apparent. And I think we can agree that digitize or die is quite a, quite a bold topic to be discussing. So people is still at the heart of everything in Treasury. Um, with the COVID pandemic and the evolution of Treasury function, with the remote working and the security access people with the with the well-being of your people in a team um, that was at the heart of a number of sessions. What what we have seen also is the new skills that are required to work in treasury functions, the variety of profiles that 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 constitutes a treasury team, from data analysts to technical specialists um, uh, and back office or middle office uh, finance system. Around product, 
Um, the digital transformation is always at the top of everything we do. There was one session named Digitalize a Die that I thought was quite interesting. Um, product is mainly and more than ever based on user interface. Product is based on data and real-time data. There are new ways and better ways to integrate the different systems, ERP, treasury management systems, and banks. Um, we are progressing towards API, the application program interface. I think it's the future. We keep talking about it, but we're not there yet with a bank perspective. At bottom line, we have developed our own REST API to support uh, SWIFT traffic, payment instructions, and we keep developing this. So at the heart of the product, yeah, the digital transformation, uh, user interface data, and uh, of course, artificial intelligence and robot process automation are still uh, key themes. And the process, more than ever, cash and liquidity are essential. It's back to basics. Uh, where's my cash? How much cash do I have? During the COVID, suddenly all the businesses needed to know how much cash they have and where it, where it was. So cash visibility in, in real time, cash forecasting, and liquidity. Access to it, of course. Huh? Manage your excess liquidity, which in, in, in those days of negative interest can be very difficult. Manage your shortness. Um, so, so I think that's, that's still at the heart. Process is integration with multiple systems, the legacy ERP, the new ERP rollouts, the treasury management system and bank. How do you integrate? How do you make sure you got all your data in one single platform is at the heart of it. And finally, as always, security, uh, working from home with remote access, fraud protection is more important than ever. You need to have a clear segregation of duty, of functions, and to have the right mechanism to protect your business from any attempt of fraud. It sounds it sounds radical, but you know it was. It, I thought it was right on. This is this is my mojo, and this is why why I tell a customer. You know, it's digitalize or die. You you cannot spend one week to retrieve your bank statement and to know how much cash you have in one branch. You you, you cannot have like sixteen different uh, uh, people that log into internet internet banking system and then put it in Excel where you need to know if you need 30 million or 300 million of more liquidity to, to survive, you know? So um, the ability to, at bottom line, having one platform to a, a PCM, permanent cash management platform, leveraging our own big as a service so you don't need to be on Swift. And in a couple of weeks, you can start receiving your end of day statement and seeing your cash position almost in real time. Absolutely. And, and I might challenge the uh, the use of APIs as being a, a future incentive. I think it, it's very much the present now, and we have to try and uh, convert that and translate it from the, the startups and the corporates to, to the banking world as well. So, Charles, did you find this year's live event reflected the current landscape changes? And is there anything in particular you'd like to uh, evolve on based on that? No, Rich, I agree with you. API is the present. I still think that the banks are a little short on providing APIs for large multinational corporates. Uh, you know, an API to initiate a payment or to call a cash position, a statement, uh, today works in the small in the small and medium business with open banking and PSD2. For large multinational corporate to support the bank, I think we still have maybe a year of evolution until the banks are ready. SWIFT is moving through global API. And as I said, bottom line is now offering its own REST API 
um, to connect to Swift uh, and to send them an instruction or retrieve statements uh, uh, and, and transactions. Um, the real, I would say yes, the Euro finance, I think, was on the top of things. There were more than 50 hours of, of conferences and contact and contents. And I think they, they, they were spot on, to be honest with you, Rich. Um, cash visibility in real time, the emphasis of cash flow and cash forecasting that has become critical. Huh? The importance of technology, as you said, in bottom line, it's an old mantra. But I think with the COVID crisis, um, the need for digital transformation has become not only a project or, 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 or nice to have, it has become mandatory. And the security challenge around the importance of data and who can access which data and how can we uh, protect. Again, those were all existing important trends, but they have become critical now. And I think the, the live stations uh, 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 around the right technology, the right infrastructure and people, the system-to-system -system integration with API, like you say, in real time, I think all the, the, the sessions were, were on, uh, on top of things on that. Good. That's great to hear. So, Charles, how is the COVID pandemic specifically impacting uh, the Treasury functions? And did the event share any examples of what's working and what isn't working? That's a very good question, Rich. Thank you. And yes, I think the COVID pan pandemic has, has impacted all of our lives at so many different levels, you know, from, from home schooling to home working to no more any pubs. Um, in Treasury, it, it, it did have a serious impact. Um, Treasury was already moving to be a strategic partner to run a business. Uh, it became systemic. It, it became absolutely mandatory critical to the to the business um after the the first weeks of the lockdown every cfo every every ceo talked to their treasury and say okay how much what's the cash flow forecasting how much cash do we having who's paying late how much what is our credit facility can we can we sustain our business with no incomes with uh, a loan from the government so i think the the impact of COVID on Treasury has been massive, but again, I would use the word acceleration. It has accelerated a bunch of natural tendencies that exist before. So the importance for the business global success to have the Treasury functions and the role of the Treasury to becoming a senior stakeholder, providing insight on working capital and strategic support uh, uh, is in unseen time like those of the COVID uh, have been tremendous. So. Um, I think a couple of, of obvious areas that, again, were existing trends, but that had become, uh, had be, had become mandatory is cash visibility in real time. This is a need when you're a multinational with multibank, you need to have that. And, and leveraging, for example, our bottom line, our big as a service with PCM, uh, in a couple of weeks, you can start re retrieving your statement without being a member of SWIFT and start providing added value to your stakeholder. Um, supply chain finance with late payment uh, and, of course, cash forecasting were three uh, mandatory elements that become that you cannot be in Treasury and not have those information uh, uh, immediately. Process efficiencies and securities were, were the same. Again, I think all those trends were existing in, in the natural evolution of Treasury to modernization, through digitalization. I think the COVID impact was like, we need to do it now. We need to do it this year. And even at bottom line, we saw a clear uh, increase in the number of RFP we were solicited through the summer. 
Yeah, and I think to, um, to to sort of quote what you mentioned a few moments ago, some of these trends are, are no longer nice to have. They're they're absolutely essential and they're mandatory, and we're we're becoming more and more keen and more and more, I suppose, impatient to get things done efficiently. And and data and insights is absolutely key to that. So on the same topic, do you think that these areas of interest are, are here to stay, or once the world gets back to uh, gets back to whatever a, a state of normal is, depending on how you define normal, some of these priorities are going to change? Well, Rich, I believe, uh, uh, no, they will not change. Um, this is the new normal. Um, the COVID has brought acceleration to an existing movement. Remote access and teams from all over the world, real-time data, um, importance of cash visibility, none of those things are going to go away tomorrow. I think what we're going to see is more and more integration between system, between your ERP, your treasury management system, your banks, uh, or your local direct schemes. I think more and more we're going to see those integrated and, and we're going to see this as a mandatory requirement of any business. I think they, they're going to be part of the audit. If you cannot provide, which they are already somehow, but if you cannot provide your cash position as yesterday, if you if you cannot have system-to-system integration with real-time data, your business is at risk. So, so, so no, they're not going to change. They're going to increase. They're going to be more important, if anything. Okay. So what would you say are the top takeaways for treasury professionals uh, from this year's event, Charles? Rich, I would say this title that still makes me laugh: "Digitalize or Die." Yeah, this this is it is it is funny, but it is true. It is funny because it's true. Um, the right people in treasury, um, and I think that that's a very interesting thing. Of not having only uh, uh, accountant and 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 uh, back office and middle office today, you need data specialists. You need people with with technical experience to understand how to run the project. So. Digitalize the diet, the right people in treasury, um, the need to centralize and control. Of course, you can give your local powers, but you need to have a centralized view of your cash flows, of your cash forecasting, of your payments, and, and of your cash positions. The need of integration, system to system, through API, uh, between ERP, multibank, um, TMS. Um, I think we're going to see more and more of that. You're going to have several vendors, and you can see the RFP are now segregated, but you need to integrate in a smooth and rapid way. Um, and, and at the end, for me, of course, the, one of the key, the key elements is always the same, is how much cash do you have? Where is it? And can you move it simply and safely? Well, I think that's a great place to end the, the podcast today. And Charles, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts. Thank you, Rich, for having me. So I think that just proves that Eurofinance is always an event which provokes uh, interesting and stimulating conversation. And it's interesting to note as well that some of the trends haven't changed this year, despite going entirely digital. So unfortunately, that is all we have time for today. But in the meantime, you can listen to more episodes on all things payments at the touch of a button using your preferred provider. And we'll see you all next time. Podcast from Bottom Line Technologies.